Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we help artists thrive spiritually, artistically, and in business from a kingdom perspective. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. I'm going to give you seven reasons why artists should leave the church today here on The Thriving Christian Artist. Okay, before you start freaking out, don't worry, don't worry. I'm not going off the rails. I want to give you a little bit of thoughtful provocation today to get you to think in a different way uh, about the artist's role in the church, because I think it's going to give you uh, just a little bit of, uh, you know, ideas to think about, but also really encourage you and challenge you in a way to step out uh, of the box. You know, one of the things that I hear all the time is somebody that has had the great privilege and has the great privilege right now of of mentoring thousands of artists around the world from just about every, uh, you know, religious background in the body of Christ and also uh, in different creative mediums. There is this underlying frustration that folks in my church don't get me. They don't understand who I am. They don't, they're trying to put me in the box and I wish I just had other Christians to be around. And I think that's one of the reasons our mentoring program has grown so much over the years because people are like, finally, I found my people. You know, I found other artists that, that love Jesus and they're wanting to grow a business and have an impact in culture and that sort of thing. But, you know, there can be a real frustration for artists in trying to find their place in the church. And so, first of all, I want to say this. I believe every artist should be a part of a local church. I believe you should be walking with other believers in a healthy way. Um, that is absolutely the model of the New Testament. And I think uh, the, the pattern for, for every believer, we should not forsake, uh, you know, the, the gathering together, uh, as believers on a regular basis. But that being said, there is so much more for you as an artist than just operating inside the context and the bounds of your local church. One of the beautiful things I think that I've been able to see over the last uh, 15, 20 years is that God is awakening this movement, this army, if you will, of artists all over the world who are full of passion and desire to see his glory revealed in the earth and through their art. And a lot of times, you know, they're they're getting uh, ignited in their church. Maybe you come to a conference like we've hosted, or I've been to your church, or you've seen others that are operating in their gifting, or maybe you read one of my books and you're starting to say, yeah, I'm I'm an artist and God's waking me up and I want to do this. And, and you go to the folks in your church and they're like, awesome, that's great. Or they're like, oh, you're an artist? Uh, can you paint the kids, you know, the children's wing for us? We need to have that redone. Or, oh, you're a musician, you want to play on the worship team? And so what happens is, Artists start trying to to find the full expression of what they're doing creatively inside the bounds of the local church. And again, this is not a a slam on the local church, but I think a lot of times because people, uh, leaders in particular, don't understand how to equip people for the, the ministry that God's called them to in the wider body of Christ and actually in the marketplace, we often contextualize people's gifting in the local church. And so there can be a real frustration there because, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard from artists over the years who are painters, for example. And so they want to paint. They want to start selling their work. But, well, you can paint at church and you can paint on stage, but don't start selling your work at church because, you know, that that's greedy and you should just give it away and all this kind of stuff. And it, it just starts to create this really weird dynamic for people. I think that's one of the reasons why the mentoring program has been so helpful for people is it helps to contextualize your calling outside of, you know, the bonds and the bounds of, of the local church. 
So let me be really clear about this. I think your artist's gifting and my artist's gifting can bless the church, but it's for the marketplace. What do I mean by that? I mean that I think what we do creatively as musicians and writers and visual artists and uh, actors and dancers and all that, does it have a role in the in the body of Christ? Absolutely. Should it enhance our worship? Absolutely. But that's not the place for 99% of artists. That's not the place where you're going to have the most impact. That's not the place where you're going to receive the financial provision that God's got for you. That's not the place where you're going to see many times signs and wonders uh, and, and real transformative impact happen in your work. Why? Because you've been designed for the marketplace. And so I want to give you seven things today that I think will encourage you, but also get you to think a little bit about why you should be thinking about stepping outside the bounds of the local church in what you do. The first thing is this, a variety of experiences inform all of our art. And if the only thing that you're putting into the seedbed of imagination that God has given you is uh, the church world, then you're going to have a very, very limited view creatively of what God wants to do through your art. So I think, you know, for all of us, you need to be out there going to museums and listening to great music and reading great literature and going to shows and walking through the park and doing things that give you that 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 wow experience beyond just your local church experience. Of course, your local church experience is wonderful. Being in God's presence in worship, in corporate worship, wonderful. But there's so much more. The Bible says the heavens declare the glory of the Lord. The, the earth, you know, shows forth his handiwork. Day after night, they show forth his beach, and night after night, they display his, his beauty and knowledge and grandeur and all that sort of thing. Listen, God has a myriad of ways to speak to you, but if the only way that you're listening is in the context of your local church experience, you are missing a big, big, big part of how God wants to inspire you. Number two, I would say this, worship can happen anywhere. You know, your, the studio that you create in at your house or maybe in a, in a rented facility or a building that you own, that can be and should be a sacred space for you to commune with God. Turn on your worship music, get in his presence, invite the Holy Spirit in the middle of that place. That doesn't just have to happen at church on Sunday mornings. This is a place where you can invite and cultivate the Holy Spirit, both in your studio, but also in the marketplace as, as you're in shows and, and, and you're doing you know, uh, marketing events. There have been so many times over the years I've had uh, my booth set up and all my baskets there. And as I'm getting ready for the show, I'm like, Holy Spirit, I just dedicate this space to you. I pray for divine account encounters, supernatural divine appointments, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, healing supernatural opportunities to share the gospel and to see people impacted through the work of my hands in this space. Why not, right? I want to see God moving outside the church, not just inside of the church, all right? Number three, I would say this, the gospel of the kingdom has always been a gospel that is a go and tell gospel, not just a come and see gospel. And we are called to go and tell. There are things that God wants to tell and release through your work that can't just be pent up in the life of the local church. It needs to be in the marketplace. People need to see it and interact with it and buy it and have it in their homes and have it in galleries. And you can't do that 
if you're just staying up at the church all the time and only doing Christian conferences, only you know doing what you do in the context of uh, of your local church. Number number next, artists are called as cultural prophets. We are uh, all of us as believers are called to release the light and life of God. But I believe specifically artists, we're called to see and agree with heaven and release imagery and and metaphor and story into the earth in creative ways that allows the Lord to speak to people and capture people's heart in unexpected ways. And if you don't do that, you are are allowing that beautiful communicative uh, message that God is is wanting to release through you. You're, You're leaving that to the world. You're allowing everybody else to set the stage. You're allowing everybody else to be the, the ones that are informing the story and creating the narrative rather than in creative, spirit-led, uh, unusual ways, atypical ways, releasing the light and light of God, heaven's perspective uh, into the earth. Number, uh, number next, I think this is number five, it's really easy to be a big fish in a little pond. You know, a lot of times we like and we get comfortable with, you know, being known in our church and we're, oh, we're the artist and, you know, oh, you're the one that paints on stage or, oh, you're the one that sings that song. I love it. And again, nothing wrong with that. God loves it when we get fulfillment from, from doing the thing that he's created us to do, but there's so much more. And if you're scared to step out because you're going to lose that big fish in the little pond uh, status, I want to challenge you on that. God's got much, much, much more for you. Your art is not who you are. It's not your identity. Your art is how God's designed you to release the kingdom uniquely as an artist. And the more that you get used to stepping out into bigger water, the more God uh, makes you ready, if you will, and prepares you to be out in that water that seems deep and seems scary right now, but is actually the place uh, that you've been designed for. Number six, uh, you have been designed by God to receive your provision in the marketplace in line with your unique design for the unique assignment that God's given you. You know, many times artists, one of the biggest frustrations of Christian artists is that nobody's buying my work at church and I've been painting all these years. I've been creating all these years and everybody says it's too expensive and they can't afford it and they want me to give it away for free. And I'm like, listen, that's because number one, the church has no art buying, art collecting uh, culture. <laughs> and that's a whole other video, right? But secondly, you're not designed to receive all of the provision that God has for you in the context of the church. You're designed to receive that out in the marketplace as you honor your unique design as an artist and you walk in the unique assignment that God has for you. As you do that and you learn the practical things of of building a business, creating a brand, getting your work uh, out there in the marketplace, learning to develop your ideal client, you can create a steady stream of consistent cash flow in your life as an artist that will enable you to do the thing that God's called you to do. I see it every day. We help artists do that every day in the mentoring program. And it's an incredible thing when now artists can create from that place of financial freedom as opposed to feeling like they're bound up over here uh, only in the church with, without anybody uh, wanting to, you know, be able to support their work and and pay them really what they're worth. The marketplace is where uh, that's designed. And then last, I would say this: 
And this again is not, um, I'm not trying to come against the church. I remember, um, you know, my friend Jack Taylor, who uh, passed away a few years ago, he used to say, you know, I'm not anti-church, I'm pro-kingdom. And I want you to, I want you to get that uh, in, in this. But, but here's the deal. Institutions typically breed insulation. And again, I'm not coming at the church and the church is bad and all this. I'm not saying that, but typically when you're a pastor, and I say this having been a worship pastor and on staff for many years in churches, when you're in that world, what you're doing is you're typically trying to grow the church, grow the people in your church, grow the programs of your church, that sort of thing. And so it's a very insulating bubble if you will. And it's easy to kind of slip into that and think that that is the entirety of the world and that's everything that you should be focused on. But my friend, the church, uh, healthy leaders uh, equip the saints for their work of ministry, (laughs) for the thing that God's called you to do. And healthy leaders and healthy churches in in the best are providing places where you can grow, and really stretch your wings and and understand who you are that God and who you know God's called you to be, and at the same time release and encourage you to do the thing that God has called you to do in the marketplace. And so I think you just got to remember: yes, be in church; yes, be uh, friends with with all sorts of people; yes, be receiving from your pastor and friends at church. But go do the thing that God's called you to do in the marketplace. That way you're in, in this beautiful, uh, you know, give and take relationship where the things that you're doing in the marketplace can bless the church and the things that you're learning and receiving in the church can bless your work in the marketplace. Listen, I love you, my friend. I want God's very, very best for you. And I want you to step out in faith and be out there doing the thing that, that God has designed for you before the very foundation of the earth. He's got a great plan prepared, already prepared for you. And he wants you to walk in it as you'll learn to walk by faith and and trust him. Listen, that's what we're all about here uh, on this YouTube channel and on our podcast. I hope that you're encouraged today. Be sure uh, that you're subscribed. Be sure that you like. Leave me a comment. Let me know uh, what you think. If you're listening on the podcast, be sure to subscribe over there and leave a review so that folks know that this uh, is a big blessing in your life. I love you, my friend. It's always a great joy to be with you every time that we're together. Thanks for joining me here on The Thriving Christian Artist. And remember, till next time, you were created to thrive. Hey, my friend, it's Matt. Listen, just wanted to say thanks for being with me on the podcast today. I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss anything here on the podcast, as well as leave us a review and let us know how much this podcast means to you. Until next time, my friend, I love you. And remember, you were created to thrive. Bye. Bye.